0: Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, Song, Scripture, and My Thoughts. Today is March 29th, 2022. Today's song is We Believe by Newsboys. Today's message is titled, A Testimony, Mormonism is a False Religion. I have a few scriptures that I will read at the end of my testimony, but I want to go ahead and get started. And I I, I just ask God to help me deliver this message clearly and hopefully to convince somebody out there to research the God that you believe in. It's so important. This ministry, the goal of this ministry is to help people in right relationship with the Lord, to have have an intimate relationship with the Lord, to know the God of ages and who he is. He is not three gods. He is one God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. They are one God, but they three each had a purpose and a mission to draw us in to know who he is. For instance, Jesus left glory to come down to be born of the Virgin Mary and he became flesh to atone for our sins. But He was in the beginning, and He created the heavens and the earth. The beginning of the Bible begins by saying that the Holy Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. He creates us in His image. I want to start by saying that the testimony begins... God works in a rhythm in my life. And I know it's from him because he will start at point A and and it'll just be a rhythm. He just uses circumstances and people until the the testimony has reached a full circle and comes back to the beginning. And I know it's from God when he does that. I was not in any way, shape or form. Searching out or studying or even wanting or even needing to know about Mormonism. I had no interest. At that time, I had no interest. And actually, I still don't. My husband and I had a couple of Mormons knock on our door. Well, this has been about two or three years ago. And we had our grandson's over and we had ordered pizza and I was trying to get the dinner served up for the grand boys. And so I was standing in the kitchen and I can see the door, the front door. And my husband answered the door and the the two Mormons were there wanting to talk to us about Jesus and giving us the pamphlets. I, I'm sure you've had a, perhaps you've had a knock on the door from the Mormons. And I said from, The kitchen you can't come in I don't want you in my house I said you guys don't believe in the same God as I do and I said that because I had discernment the Holy Spirit of God was putting it on my heart pretty forcefully not to allow these men in my house because they were not of the right religion and I did not know why I didn't know the differences. I didn't know what their beliefs were. But he just said, do not let him in your house. So I said, I believe we believe in the Trinity and you guys do not. And they said, yes, we do. And I said, I believe there is only one God and he is father, son and the Holy Spirit. And they said, so do we. I said, well, there's something not right about your religion, and I don't know what it is exactly, but I, we don't have the same spirit of God. Your spirit of God and my spirit of God are not the same spirit. And they didn't have anything to say about that. The guy on the right seemed to look like he had either a look of conviction on his face or... He felt sorry for me. I don't know which, which it was. I saw a look of conviction. The one on the left had, you know, he was, I, I don't know. He, he wasn't moved one way or the other about what I said. And they left and I said, Lord, if I was supposed to witness further to these men, please bring them back. And they never did come back. And like I said, I wasn't looking for studying or even wanting to know about these other faiths that are out there but there it was there was a strong conviction from the holy spirit to not invite him into my house the next day i go to work and my boss and i were in the habit it's a good habit we talked about god a lot and that morning we were talking about the return, when Jesus Christ returns and how wonderful that's going to be. I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to it. And he said something very peculiar. He said, oh, Nellie, won't that just be so nice when Jesus just gives us a ride to all these other earths and we can visit all these people on the other earths? And I, I said, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And at this point, we're interrupted because we didn't further discuss any f- this topic any further. Because he, he, he was the CEO and I was his assistant. And so we were constantly. Well, we, had to, we had to work and there were a lot of interruptions. So anyway, the rhythm of God starts with the Mormons at my door. And the conviction from God, the Holy Spirit, to not let him in. Then it goes to my boss, who talks about Jesus taking us to visit the other worlds. <laughs> At this time, I have really bad neck problems. I, there's, my neck is very locked up, and I had to see a, a physical therapist. His name was Alex. So that afternoon, I go to my physical therapy appointment, and I said to Alex, Alex and I were also always talking about God during my appointments. I talk about God with everybody wherever I go. I I, I bring up God into conversation. And this happened to be my last visit with him because, you know, you're only allowed so many visits, and then insurance tells you 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 don't have any more visits. (laughs) And so I said to Alex, I had the most peculiar conversation with my boss this morning, and he was telling me, Can you believe this, Alex? That so he said that he thinks Jesus is going to take us to other worlds so we can visit the other people on the other worlds when uh, he returns. He said, Well, actually, we believe that if we are righteous on this earth and do good works all the time that we are exalted and promoted when we die to have our own earth and we are the God of that earth and all if we're good enough all of our family joins us on this earth and we get the whole earth for ourselves and the person head of household of the family is the God of the house of, the, of the, that family on this separate earth. And I said, what religion are you? And he says, well, I'm a Latter-day Saint. I said, okay, you're a Mormon. He says, yes. And I said, Alex, you don't have the same spirit of God as I do. Then... And he says, well, we believe in a spirit, but the spirit isn't God's. The spirit is a higher spirit that guides us and walks with us if we're walking in the true faith, according to Mormonism. And I said, well, what say you, Alex? It says in the beginning of the Bible in chapter 1, verse 2, That the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Spirit of God. And he's sitting behind me and he rolls his chair around to my left and contorts his body to where he now wants to see my face and my eyes and look into my eyes. And he says, well, what do you mean the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters? It says God was hovering over the waters. I said, no, you need to go back and read. It says the Spirit of God. He said, I'm pretty sure my Bible says that God was hovering over the, uh, over the waters. And we started talking about, but he had no idea. This Joseph Smith, from, which I've learned since then, has rewritten the King James Bible to fit... Mormonism's beliefs and so he's exed out spirit of in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 where it just just says God now it can't say the spirit of God because then that that causes a little glitch in their belief system so I said well in Revelation Alex it says that not one word from the book can be changed or altered or it's not going to fare well for the people that, that change it. And he says, well, who's to say that the people that put the Bible together just coincidentally put the book of Revelation at the end when they could just as easily put the, that Revelation book in the middle somewhere. And I said, it doesn't really matter, even if, even what you're saying does not make any sense. It, God is still saying what he's saying, not to change the words of the, the book of Revelation. Jesus is on record that nobody is to change Not even a letter or a punctuation mark in the book of the law. Which are the first five books of the Bible? He's referring to those. In Deuteronomy, there's a verse in there that we cannot change the Bible. Cannot change the words of the Bible. And on the, when it's confirmed two or three times in the Bible, you've got your confirmation not to mess with the words of the, of the Bible. A word can be interpreted differently, but the context of the verse has to mean the same thing. You can't totally change what the sentence says, what the verse says. Okay, so the rhythm of God is working, brings some Mormons to my door. He inspires this oddball conversation with my boss and I about these other worlds which then leads me to my chiropractor who is a Mormon and he believes that when they die they get their own world. And I have to say that when that was my last appointment with Alex, he's a really nice guy. I didn't want to leave it there. See, he had sent me a thank you note. And I think it was common practice for all the physical therapists from that office to send a thank you notes to their patients, thanking them for, for choosing their facility. And this note was signed by Alex. So i wrote him back and i addressed the envelope to alex and i wrote in that letter every scripture that i could possibly think of that would get him to think about his religion and i asked him to put aside joseph smith's book of the mormons because i guess he he felt he he was already a god and god our God wasn't smart enough to put everything he needed to put in the Holy Bible that Joseph Smith had to add a second book, the book of Mormons. And he had to update the new new, uh, the King James Bible to mesh well with his, with the book of Mormons. So he's already playing God, this Joseph Smith. So I asked Alex to put those books to the side and to go and buy a, since he was already familiar with the name King James Bible, to buy a new King James Bible from the store that wasn't associated with Mormonism. And that he needed to read and see that it was altered in significant ways. I never did hear back from Alex, but... (laughs) <laughs> his blood isn't on my hands, because I sent him that letter with the good news, and my hope is that he he was go- going to be doing his own research. Okay, so the f- final piece of my of the of the testimony that God has put in my life is the next. Day or two, I had an appointment with my chiropractor. And again, my chiropractor and I would talk about God. And so one of the first, first things out of my mouth was, so when we talk about God, are you talking about God, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one God and he says, "Oh yeah." He says, "But I used to be a Mormon." <laughs> can you believe it? Oh, I can. This is how God works in my life. So here is this guy, this chiropractor, and he used to be a Mormon. And so he gives me his story and he, he used to be... Well, he was born into a Catholic family. And so God's word never returns void. So everything that he heard of the Catholic religion remained in his brain. <laughs> and, you know, he, it does not come back void. There are a lot of things that I feel the Catholics incorporate into their religion. Uh, They add more to it along the lines of the Virgin Mary. Uh, They just add the rosary, things like that, that are added things. Those things are not listed or talked about in the Bible. Uh, Aside from, yes, the Virgin Mary gave birth ...to Jesus the Christ. So, not to get on that topic... ...but he was born into a family that, was, that were Catholics... ...and they had him in Catholic school. But when he went into college, he met the love of his life... ...and she was a Mormon so he wants to marry her and the only way that he could marry her is well now he has to convert to Mormonism so he went through the conversion to become a Mormon and he and his wife were married in the temple and afterwards he has to continue going to seminars and classes to fully convert into Mormonism they want to get you mind, body, soul. They You have to f- have full-on uh, lectures and, and seminars to brainwash you. And so he's at a seminar and he hears something that he doesn't find as truth. He, He knows it to be false, very false. Whereas they mentioned that Satan, Lucifer, is a brother of Jesus. And that they're all Everybody that's been born was a spirit in heaven. And then as God beams, (laughs) beams you down to be born, you're a child of God from God. And, but Jesus, they believe that Jesus was the first one to be beamed down to be born in the flesh and so he is highly exalted because he was the firstborn of God the Father in which also they believe that God the Father is flesh and bones and Jesus Christ is a separate being flesh and bones and but what didn't ring true at this conference or seminar was that Satan and Jesus are brothers he says well that ain't right that's false they he went to another seminar and they taught him another false doctrine, trying to teach him another false doctrine. And I can't remember what it was. It might have been the, the, about the spirits that were all up there with, with God until he beams one down. I mean, they, he didn't use the word beam down, but this is what I'm envisioning. <laughs> that, you know, one by one we're planted in, in wombs and, and God is our father, our our. true father and and again i haven't studied mormonism i don't know exactly what their beliefs are but joseph smith has really tweaked the word of god for sure Okay, so the rest of the testimony with the chiropractor is now he's saying, I'm getting out of this Mormonism. They are out, they are, this is a wrong religion. It's a false religion. So now he's in a situation where he and his wife are unequally yoked. He's a Christian, believer in God, as Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. And she's a Mormon. And she absolutely refuses to open up the Holy Bible and read because he was desperately trying to get her to get out of Mormonism that it was a false religion. But this gal was born into Mormonism. Her whole family is Mormons. They have a very strong, they had a very strong, unnudgeable belief in this false sense of who God was, who God is. And anybody that rejects the Holy Spirit, that's an unpardonable sin. So this is why the chiropractor was really desperate to to shine the light, God's light, into his wife. So he, she wouldn't open the Bible, so he kept buying her all these books on Christian faith. And he said he bought so many books. He lost count how many books he bought. To, he got to the point where there was no more room for any more books because he would lay all the books around his wife as she sat down. They were all around her. He just said, pick one, any one, and just open it and read. And finally, the last book he bought out of desperation because he was at his wits end he said please he was begging her and because of her love for him she said i will open up one book but that's it i'm closing it and he said now it wasn't the holy bible that she opened up was just a book on Christianity and who God is. She opened up the book, he said, and just like that, she was a believer. It was a miraculous in itself, that testimony, that all she did was open up the book. And she said to her husband, oh my gosh, the weight has been lifted from my chest. That weight is lifted off my chest. The weight is lifted. I can breathe, I can breathe, I can breathe. She didn't know how else to explain it. She was free, that stronghold was gone and she instantly believed in the true God the true in God, the true God. Can you, it just, this instant conversion. It, it's almost like when Saul was on the road to Damascus and he saw the light and he was, he had scales on his eyes. And when he saw the light, those scales came off of his eyes and he could see. He went from Judaism, which is a false religion, to believe it in Jesus Christ, and it was just like that. This is what happened to the chiropractor's wife. Knock when he knocks, and you open that door and let him in. Watch out! And she was instantly saved. He said, like like I said, he he, he when he tells a story, he tells it with such. Awe ah, of the God we serve because the Holy Spirit was so strong within him, and God knew how desperate he was to save his wife, that he didn't let him suffer any longer. He instantly changed his wife, just like that. And it was like this heavy weight was on her chest that she didn't even know that was that it was there. But it freed itself and the Holy Spirit entered her heart and she said, I can, I can breathe. I can breathe. And this is, this is God, our powerful and majestic and mighty God that can do this good work in someone. It started out with two Mormons on my doorstep to hear the rhythm of God and to lead me to the chiropractor who had this powerful testimony of how they were saved from this dark religion that is false. It's false. If you know anybody out there and you love them And share this testimony with them. Share this testimony with them. I have shared this testimony with other people. And I will keep coming on and sharing testimonies because we serve an awesome God. He is... They operated as... God in the beginning, all three of them in the beginning. And God would give of his spirit to Moses. But he always was and is one God. Jesus is on record. I and the Father are one. They're one God. When he returns... You're not going to see Jesus that looks like a human. (laughs) His description in Revelation is far from human. He is God. He's got fire. (laughs) Fire. He is described as having bronze legs hair white as snow it, um so bright whiter than snow and he's got fire that comes from his eyes i believe i'm really tired but his description is is we need to be if we don't know him when he returns that fear must really just be <laughs> Must be very fearful for people. Anyway, that is the end of the testimony. I believe, uh, I do want to add that although they tried and tried and tried to convert his wife's mom into Christianity, they were never successful. They were never successful. She died in her Mormonism and she the wife was shunned by her whole family it's it's not it's not for the weak in mind to convert you have to really think about your eternity and what what is truth and what is not truth that famous line of, that Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? And it was staring him right in the face. They, Jesus, the son of God, who came down to be born in the flesh. Was trying to teach them about himself, God, and who they were. Uh, that the Father had sent him down, and like I said, when God comes back, when Jesus returns, he he returns in his full Father's glory, the Father, the Son. And Holy Spirit return as one God. They're one. Okay, I'm going to read the scriptures and they are, like I said, not very long. The first one, I was referring to Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 which says this, and this is the one that I revealed to Alex. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Pause. Key words here at the beginning. The earth, not plural, the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God, doesn't this say the Spirit, somebody else's Spirit was hovering over the waters. The Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. I will read uh, verse 26 in chapter 1, which says, THEN GOD SAID, LET US MAKE MAN IN OUR IMAGE, ACCORDING TO OUR LIKENESS, PAUSE, THIS IS AT THE BEGINNING OF TIME, GOD SAID, LET US MAKE MAN IN OUR IMAGE, NOW GOD HAS GIVEN EACH HUMAN A SPIRIT, Now, can I, is my spirit separate from myself and now my spirit is another person separate from me? And so I, am I going to talk to my spirit as a different person? Or am I going to talk to my spirit as, the, as my spirit talking to myself? God makes us in his likeness, in his image. So he hasn't created us to be three, three separate beings. We are one person, just like God is one person. Now, our soul will either go down if we don't believe in Jesus as the son of God and all that he did, or will go up. Jesus Christ, and I'm going to read scripture. The word became flesh, and he was from the beginning. So, and he never says that he and the father are not one. That he is his own God, and his, his father is one God, and the spirit is one God. No. His claim is we are one The Spirit proceeds from the Father, comes from the Father. Isn't separate. Never, not once, is it recorded that the Spirit of God is a soul, one soul God, or as Mormons believe, is a spirit that guides us. is a is a a a spirit that that's going to guide us. So Deuteronomy chapter six, verse four is the next scripture. says this here O israel the lord is our god the lord is one you shall love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might these words which i am commanding you today shall be on your heart that's actually verses four and five So this is the scripture I was referring to when let me change my note here, four and five. Where he is saying he is one. One, one, one. Isaiah sixty three ten is the next scripture. I had a marker in here. Sorry. Isaiah 63.10 says this. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he turned himself to become their enemy. And he fought against them. Pause. And grieved his Holy Spirit. His Spirit isn't another God. I'll go to Matthew 16, sorry, hang on just a moment. Matthew 16, verse 17. Oh, sorry. Ah, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Let me just get that right. I really apologize. It says this. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. And behold, a voice out of the heavens said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Pause. This passage right here has all three working as one. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The next scripture is chapter twenty-eight, verse nineteen. I'm almost done here. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the fa- in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Pause. He wants us to be pa- baptized in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. He doesn't say, "Be baptized by all three gods." He just doesn't do that. The next scripture is in John verses uh, chapter one, verse one through three. The deity of Jesus Christ in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him and apart from him, nothing came into being that has not come into being. Pause. It says right there. The deity of Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. It doesn't say, and Jesus was without God, or separate from God, but but was with and was God. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. I'll go over to verse 14, which says this, the word made flesh and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory, glory as the only begotten from the father, full of grace and truth. Pause. It's saying right here, In these last few verses. Jesus was in the beginning. He created the earth and the heavens. And then he came down to be born of the Virgin Mary. And he became flesh. He dwelt among us. This is the Apostle John. They are witnesses that he dwelt with them. They are witnesses of his crucifixion and his resurrection and he's the only begotten from the father there aren't other spirits that are sent down from the father now mormons don't believe that father is the father is their father like the father of jesus but they have a funny belief where like I said earlier. The father beams the spirits down to be born. And they're coming directly from the father. So that way. and But that Jesus was also sent down like that. As a spirit. And was born. With the father being his, his father. I think. Like I said. I haven't researched it. it, it it's really. It, it's. So different from what the Holy Bible says this other religion Uh, I Don't really want to take the time to have to ever study that religion. I just I want to Consume myself with with studying the truth and The from he's from the father the spirit is from the father Full of grace and truth. The truth is the Holy Spirit. He's the one that leads us into all truth. He's the one that's convicting our hearts. He is God, the fo- God with us in our hearts. The Spirit of God. Now I'll go over to Ephesians. I don't believe I read uh, John 15 verse 26 which says this when the helper comes whom i will send to you from the father that is the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father he will testify about me pause the spirit the father and the son are one god and their their goal the father says we can't go to the go into heaven without believing in the son and the spirit leads us into all that truth so we can believe and they are working as one god for our salvation they all have a purpose they're all trying to achieve the same goal now there was one scripture that i i I passed by, I guess, where Jesus says, I and the Father are one. And I might have read that. I'm tired. But um, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 says this. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Pause. Who are we not grieving? The Holy Spirit of God. God. Revelation 22, verses 18 and 19, says this. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city which are written in this book. Pause. Jesus is saying, do not, do not alter anything that I'm telling you in this book. I, I'm in the book of Deuteronomy, and somewhere in the book of Deuteronomy, and I should have underlined it, but I, I didn't underline it last night. But it says in Deuteronomy also, not to mess with what God is saying in the in the Holy Bible. So that's it for today. I really wanted to come on and get this message out. If again, if you know anybody that is in this situation of wrong religion, please share this testimony. If you have any questions, please please rate me. I'd appreciate uh, any other information that you have to contribute to the, to the testimony. Uh, any other testimonials out there. We have to start trying to help any way we can. I really feel that it, the time is of the essence. All the glory to God. I hope I didn't fumble up too many times in this message. I asked the Holy Spirit to help me. I really wanted, I don't want to let him down because by letting him down and not getting the message out correctly and accurately, I may not be able to help somebody out there. All the glory to God. Much love to all. Until next time. Bye. This is the third time I've come on after saying bye, but I wanted to just update that my boss had said that he couldn't wait for Jesus to have us take us to visit other worlds not other earths (laughs) so I just wanted to make that one correction again all the glory to God much love to all until next time bye